Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey, welcome. Thank you for being here and listening to another episode. My name is Chandra and I'm your host for the Transit Lounge podcast. If you are a first-time listener, then an extra special welcome to you and a super big welcome to you if you're a regular listener. Now, I'm excited to be having a chat with you today and looking forward to see what kind of ideas it sparks for you because today's episode is about a topic that has just kept coming up quite a bit for me in recent conversations with coaching clients and participants at some workshops that I've been running and so I really wanted to explore it a bit in this episode and it's two things actually it's probably three things and how they are related and they are choice clarity and confidence which are three states or conditions that I think we all want more of but why do we want more that's an interesting question. So let's have a look at that. So starting with choice, what's good about having more choice? Well, I guess partly the way to look at that is to think about when you feel like you don't have a choice, how does that feel? Generally speaking, when you feel like you don't have a choice, you feel stuck. You feel like you can't move forward. And so in that situation, introducing even the idea of the fact that there could be some choice or options tends to open up your thinking. It adds a sense of possibility and oh, a term that I heard recently, which I really like, is self-agency, which is about your belief in your own ability to make things happen. But then we also have to consider that is there a downside to choice? And Yes, I think there is, and we'll have a little look at that through the episode as well. But recently, I completed running the CEOU program, which is my online group coaching program, a personal leadership program for women who want to do work that they love without burning out along the way. And in the feedback following that program, one of the common themes was that a benefit of doing the program was more clarity about what was actually important to them. No matter if they were someone who was employed and looking towards what the new or next opportunities might be that they might want to explore next, or even if they were a solopreneur owning their own business, looking to pivot their business direction or up-level their business, one of the things that seemed to consistently be experienced that they got value from was getting clarity because clarity is a beautiful thing when you have clarity it just tends to bring a sense of calm of direction of the possibility of forward momentum it just 
seems that clarity opens up a pathway that feels light and right for you, like there is potential and progress. It's almost like clarity is like that hidden treasure that we are constantly seeking, like we're in some kind of endless cycle of reruns or, or repeats of Indiana Jones movies or something hunting down that treasure. And I don't think that there is a downside to having, or if it's possible to have too much clarity. I don't think so. Hmm. Let's see how that unfolds. But I don't think so. I don't think you can have too much clarity. And then the last one is confidence. Oh, if I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say in different contexts that they just wanted to feel more confident or they wanted to know how to get more confident. Because when you feel confident, you are in flow. You tend to just get on with things. There's a, a glow and an energy and you seem to let yourself and your self-worth just shine. You have a crack and you trust yourself. And true confidence really allows you to ex explore more with more energy, with more focus, more certainty or determination or something. And it just, I guess, creates that sense of forward momentum and personal belief. I think it also tends to increase your ability to influence others and to foster better quality relationships and potentially to deliver a higher standard of work. Because if you're not crippled with self-doubt about your ability to do a job or to complete a task, then you're less likely to be holding yourself back. And so you'll be delivering more and hopefully better results because you are just tapping into that sense of possibility and backing yourself. And again, looking at that conflict side or the downside of the question is, can you have too much confidence? And I think that we have probably all met those over-the-top, kind of annoying, smarmy kind of people who are just come across as a bit full of themselves. But I don't think that that's confidence or, or overconfidence. Maybe they think it's confidence. But for me, when someone is being received or interpreted as being a bit kind of too over-the-top or however you want to describe that, I don't think that that's about confidence. For me, that's more about arrogance or sometimes it's really poor levels of self-awareness that they're just not, they're trying to go for projecting confidence, but what they're really projecting is arrogance or aloofness or I don't know, whatever, or they just have really poor communication skills because they're not being received in the way that they're intending. Now, a quote that I found in this context about confidence that I really love that I hadn't heard of before is from Oprah Winfrey. And she said, it is confidence in our bodies, minds and spirit that allows us to keep looking for new adventures. Ooh, I think it's so good. I love the fact that she references uh, our body because you, I believe, want to have a sense of confidence in your body's ability to thrive and to do what it needs to do to carry you through your days and through your life. Confidence in your mind, your ability to learn, to think, to problem solve, to do everything that your mind does, to remember. 
and your spirit. That's, I guess, that sense of energy, of personality and that individuality that comes from you. And you want to have confidence in that. I think it's a beautiful quote. So a question for you, which one of these three attributes do you feel like you perhaps lack the most? There's no right or wrong, and maybe that changes over time. But question, which one do you think that you lack the most? Now, I want to just define what do we mean by each of these attributes or elements as we then go into how they interplay with each other. So definition-wise, choice. Oxford Dictionary definition is that choice is a range of possibilities from which one or more may be chosen. And what's interesting about that is it says a range of possibilities. So there's definitely more than one and it implies that potentially more than two, but a range of possibilities and that one or more may be chosen, which means you don't necessarily only have to choose one and it may or may not be chosen. So the choice can exist before you actually make the choice, if that makes sense. The second one we're going to look at as a definition is clarity. And again, the Oxford definition of that is the quality of being certain or definite. Isn't that a great feeling when you have that? And the last one, confidence. The dictionary definition is a feeling of self-assurance arising from an appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Love it. So they're the definitions that I want you to keep in mind as we start to continue to explore these three elements and how they show up for you or how you can foster more of them. So given that these topics or aspirations have come up repeatedly in many conversations with my coaching clients and at different workshops and programs I've been running, as well as in my own business and life, I have recently come up with a formula which I am running with as a theory and I wanted to share this with you to see what you think. So the formula is C plus C equals C. (laughs) Yep, that is a mathematical gold right there. (laughs) So let me maybe just flesh that out a little bit more. What it stands for is the first C stands for choice. So choice plus the second C, which stands for clarity. Choice plus clarity equals the third C, which is confidence. Choice plus clarity equals confidence. And I just feel like this is a great way to potentially explore and to look at where you focus your attention to get the confidence that so many of us want more of in whatever is going on in our lives and in our work. So let's have a little bit more of a closer look. So starting with choice, where do you feel like you don't have a choice? In your work life, in your home life, are there any areas where you feel like you don't have a choice? Do you ever catch yourself saying that, saying, I don't have a choice? Now, this might sound a little bit harsh, but whenever I hear that, I don't have a choice, including from myself, including when I just said it then, if I ever say it or think it, it just makes me think of and picture the face of a little kid 
with kind of a grumpy face going on, doing a bit of the wah-wah or the, I don't know, it just, it seems so immature. So what's good for me about that is that when I, I've created that association between saying or thinking I don't have a choice with something that I think is not aspirational for me, it makes me then want to move out of that space to consider if there's something different that I could say or think. So if if you do ever catch yourself thinking or saying that, and that's the first part of it is actually to catch yourself, to notice yourself thinking or saying it. So if you do find yourself ever thinking or saying that and you notice it, then an activity that I was asked to do at a training I went to a while ago, which was actually really impactful for me in this context, was if I'm thinking to myself or saying I don't have a choice, then I had to ask myself the question, is that 100% true? And I find that when I ask myself that question, I very often can see that actually it's not 100% true. There is almost always some kind of choice. Now, they may not be choices that I actually like the idea of, but they still exist. And just because I don't like them as an, as an option or as a choice doesn't mean that they don't exist. And what happens is that it tends to give me a sense of more ownership over my own situation and the choices that I make rather than just copping out by saying I don't have a choice and just letting things be or de-evolve by default. So I don't know, maybe that's too harsh. Maybe you think that there are situations where you actually don't have any choice. And I'm just curious for you maybe to explore that and see is that 100% true and is it serving you? to continue to hang on to that belief that you don't have a choice. The other thing we wanted to have a look at was exploring if there was a downside of too much choice. And yes, that is definitely true. I am a Gemini and I often make jokes about being a Gemini and saying things like, oh, I don't, I'm a Gemini, so I don't like to choose just one of anything. Except it's not really a joke. Like a lot of jokes, there is a huge amount of truth in that because I really would in most instances, prefer to have at least two things, except for husbands. And that's another joke, or not even another joke. It's an extension of that joke that I say quite often. But it's also true. I am very happy with the one husband that I have. But you can definitely have too much choice. And sometimes that can actually tip over the edge and become a bad thing. It leads to overwhelm which often leads to indecision, which often results in inaction. And that is a spiral that leads to and creates uncertainty, which tends to then erode your confidence. So if that's something that we want to create more of, then having too much choice can definitely get in the way. So the idea is for you to recognize that choices do exist, but not to go on a hunt to keep adding more and more choices to the pile because that's just a an elegant, loosely disguised procrastination strategy often. You just want to see that there are choices that exist and to move on to the second seat. 
The second C, just to remind you, is clarity. Oh, sweet, sweet clarity. There is just something so lovely about that moment of clarity where like some sort of beautiful tropical flower opening up or you unwrapping an awesome, very welcome gift. That moment when clarity just reveals itself to you. It's like a weight is literally taken off you because you can see through all of the crazy crazy and start to feel clearer and to see there is a way forward for you and to feel great about that way forward. So the question is, well, like, where does that clarity come from? And God damn it, where does it go when you don't feel like you can find it? And I think that there are a few things that contribute to creating clarity in your life and in your work, or perhaps it's not creating the clarity directly, but it's creating the conditions for clarity to appear and present itself. So there's three things that I think can help with that. One is actually giving yourself time and space. And again, that was one of the things with the the Redefine Reinvent workshop that I ran recently where some of the feedback from that was that people saying, oh, it was just so good to give myself time and space to actually think about the things that I want to think about. So just, I guess, allowing yourself to slow down a little, to give yourself some room for the clarity to bubble up. The second thing, which is probably linked to the first thing, is questioning. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. And so by questioning and perhaps reflecting on what you have experienced so far in that aspect of your life, then posing some of those questions will potentially help you to just tap into your learnt experience and your innate wisdom of the choices that are available to see well, which one feels the lightest, which one of all of those choices that exist would make you the happiest. Which one would help you feel like you're growing and progressing? That questioning and reflection can be a great way to allow clarity to reveal itself. And the third idea that I want to share around this is understanding what is most important to you in that context of life. So whether it's your work life, it's your home life, it's your health, it's your relationships, whatever the aspect of your life it is, what is it that's actually most important to you? And that, to me, always links back to your values and understanding what your values really are so that you can consider of all of the choices that exist, what is it that actually is most important to you about the results or the way that you achieve those results? Which one feels most aligned to allowing you to be the type of person and live the type of life that you want to lead? They're the three conditions that I think can help you create more clarity. So if you want to build your sense of confidence, which remember is the self-assurance rising from an appreciation of your own abilities and qualities, then the idea of building that confidence is to start with the other two C's and see what happens. See if it does work, if that formula does play out for you. So if you have an area of your life, any aspect of your life that you want to create some kind of 
growth or change in, then ask yourself, how can you expand your sense of choice in that area? Do you recognize all of the choice that does exist? And how do you create the conditions for clarity to arise so that you can feel confident in your ability to make it happen? They are the questions that I give you for this episode. So that's it for this week. And if you are an avid podcast listener like me, then you are probably a bit over podcast hosts asking you to leave a review. But I am going to ask you, if you haven't already left a rating and review for the podcast, I would love, 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 love it if you did. And it helps actually in two ways. One, it gives me such a happy, positive feeling when I get that rating and that review that someone is getting value for the time and effort that goes into creating these episodes for you. And the second thing is the more reviews and ratings that a show gets, the more highly it gets ranked, which means more people uh, hopefully will find it to be able to get value from what's shared in the podcast. So you would actually be doing a doubly good thing in one simple step. Now, if you are listening on your phone, because this I found was a bit tricky. If you're listening on your phone, then you can just go to the show page of the Transit Lounge and scroll uh, all the way down and it will show you a section where there's five stars that you can click on. Hopefully you'd give it five stars, but how many stars that you would like. Uh, and just under that, there's a space where it says leave a review and you can click on that button and type your review in. So thank you if you decide to do that today. I will really appreciate it if you do. But until then, have a great week using maths, a formula that's actually all about you. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.